You're listening to America's Entrepreneur, the podcast designed to educate, entertain, and inspire you in your personal and professional journey. I'm your host, Aaron Spatz, and on the podcast, I interview entrepreneurs, industry experts, and other high achievers as they detail their personal and professional journeys in business. My goal is to glean their experiences into actionable insights that you can apply to your own journey. If you're new to the show, we've spoken with successful entrepreneurs, Grammy award-winning artists, best-selling authors, chief executives, and other fascinating minds with unique experiences. We've covered topics such as how to achieve breakthrough in business, growing startups, effective leadership techniques, and much more. If you strive for continual self-improvement and enjoy fascinating and insightful conversation, hit the subscribe button. You'll love it here at America's Entrepreneur. Hey, welcome to America's Entrepreneur. So excited that you're joining us this week. And I'm very excited to welcome to the show Greg Fisher. Greg is a fellow U.S. Marine veteran, comes to us from a background in veterans nonprofits. Uh, he, spent, he spent some time with Northwest Mutual before jumping in to his own company called Burn Pit Barbecue. You can learn more at burnpitbarbecue.com. And Greg, I am just thrilled that you're here, man. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, it's my pleasure. Semper Fi, Aaron. Semper Fi, brother. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so one, I love the name Burn Pit Barbecue. I mean, that's just, yeah, that, thank you. We're already off to a great start there, but <laughs> tell, tell everybody a little, little bit of, a little bit of your story, a little bit of your journey and in, in, um, into business. Like how did that all start for you? Yeah, it actually started during the pandemic. So um, August of 2020, um, I was sitting in a corporate office or, you know, my home office at that time and uh, decided that, you know, you know, I, I wanted to try something different, do something different. And uh, barbecuing and grilling had always been a passion of mine. And I, I, I felt the, the call to help people who are now kind of cooking at home, maybe because they couldn't go out to their favorite restaurants and stuff to uh, start a blog and then start a business off of it. So that's what I did in August of 2020. I quit my job and I started Burn Pit BBQ. Man, that is so cool. That's, and that's, that's quite the jump. I mean, you're, you're, you're leaving, yeah. you're leaving, uh, what, what I, what I like to call mostly certain comfort into mostly uncertain mm -hmm. comfort and, and yeah. a bit of a very tumultuous journey. So it's like, for, and this is a great story, Greg, because a lot of people, either a, you know, they have a day job and they want to go start their own thing and just go all in. Uh, there's mm -hmm. a lot of us, myself included, I've been in, in seasons where I've had to do both. Like I've, I've started a company and I've got, I got to take on a side job. Like I, I got to do something yeah. on the side to supplement. Right. And there's no shame in that whatsoever. There's just, everybody's Absolutely. journey looks a little bit different. Right. So how did you go about the calculus for that in terms <sighs> of leaving Northwest and then jumping in and going all in on your your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great question. And, and uh, I definitely uh, appreciate and respect a lot of those different journeys that people have. Uh, mine was probably a little bit di uh, different. So, you know, I spent a decade in corporate world, you know, the corporate world, you know, doing what I was supposed to do, saving up for a rainy day. Well, you know, for me, you know, I uh, was sitting behind a desk for, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. And my rainy day was there. You know, I wasn't being fired. I wasn't being asked to quit. But for me, in my mind, it was time to move on and do something different. So I chose to say I, I chose to use that nest egg that I saved up uh, to fund uh, this business and my life, you know, because I do have a family. I do have three young, very accident prone boys that end up in the hospital a lot. So, you know, I had to make sure I planned ahead for all that stuff. So yeah, you're right. You know, we, I, I left some stability 
and healthcare, uh, a paycheck to go into this kind of idea that I had, but I had a little bit of a nest egg saved up. So that's what I chose to use it for. That's great. That's great. And that's, and, and that's certainly another avenue. And I've, I've heard a lot of people do that as well. They build yeah. up a really good cushion and then like, let's go, like, let's, let's yeah. go make this happen. So, and I, and I hear you on, on the boys. I was one of those accident prone boys <laughs> as a kid and I've got, uh, I, I have three kids, one of which is, is a boy and I can, yeah. I can attest to that a yeah. little bit of an adventurous streak, right? That boys have. So always keep you on your yeah. toes. Yeah, if you're not getting stitches at least once or twice a year, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, in in this case, right, but now maybe you've got some help in terms of you know some uh, some some extra hands helping you with, uh, with oh yeah with barbecue. So tell us yeah, a little bit very... of the journey of of the of of the of the company. Like, what are your flagship products? What are you really focused yeah. in on the most? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So when we started Burn Pit, you know, again, primarily, we were just looking to start a blog and and help people who might be first time to grilling and barbecuing uh, because of the pandemic. They were you know buying equipment and maybe didn't know how to use it. So we started off with a blog for the first few months just to put some recipes, some tips on how to grill and barbecue out there. And then we slowly started to establish a, a lineup of all natural rubs, seasonings and sauces, because um, for us, it's important to make sure that we're feeding our families, you know, stuff that we're proud of. Um, a lot of the ingredients that are out there are just added fillers and preservatives that we didn't want to, to feed our families. So we were looking at other products that were out there, but we felt that we could find something and maybe offer something a little bit different, a little bit healthier than some of our competitors. So that's what we decided to do. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm on your website right now and looking at your, and, and exactly what you just said, like all natural rubs and seasonings. You really got my attention because as a former art- artillery guy, I see fire <laughs> for a fact and I'm like instantly. That's one of our top sellers. So that's a sweet heat. Uh, I love that on ribs and pork shoulders and stuff like that. But yeah, we, uh, all of our products, uh, obviously even with our name burn pit um, have military themed uh, names yeah. to them. So hopefully that uh, will get uh, some people, <laughs> excited or you know some cause some laughter for some of the names that we have out there but yeah we try to keep a military theme uh throughout everything we do no i i love it man and like in and for those that are watching listening i'm i i I swear i'm not trying to turn this into an infomercial (laughs) i but i really like just the the name the names that you've come up with are like really like really clever like hot brass everybody sure. remembers what hot brass feels like on your neck right, right. like yeah that's yeah. a great feeling <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah yeah well that's awesome greg so like where have you seen the most progress like what's been some of the i mean obviously some some of the early challenges of business just getting your stuff together getting things going like yeah. how what what's that been like for you yeah, I mean, we um, just like any startup, we've gone through challenges. Um, you know, one is obviously brand awareness. Um, being a new, um, you know, rub seasoning sauce company in a very competitive um, industry such as barbecue, where there's new competitors coming out nearly every day, uh, we knew we had to establish kind of a mission and a vision for us. Um, so that was a challenge right away to get the name out there, to get the brand out there, um, and we continue to you know to do that, and those that's what we do every day. Uh, but then also, okay, well, now how do we distribute products once we get them? Um, you know, what's the format that we're going to do? Are we going to be online e-commerce only? Are we going to go into retail spaces? Are we going to go into other platforms? So those are things that we continue to evaluate 
Um, but then also, um, who do we partner with when we want to do strategic initiatives? Uh, part of our mission is to give back to the veteran community. And we like to partner with other veteran organizations and nonprofits and give a portion of sales back. So, yeah, we're constantly being asked for either donations or products. Um, so, you know, sifting through some of that stuff and making sure we're vetting and we're aligning with organizations that align um, with us as well. So those are just some of the challenges that we faced in, you know, within the first 18 months that we started. Yeah. You know, I've seen strategic partnerships in in some cases work out really well. I think in your particular category, I think that could work exceptionally well. It, you know, like like you said, you're being very careful in vetting and and really syncing up with the people that you want to do business with. I mean, like and what's one of the most fundamental business rules, right? Most people, all else being equal, will do business with those that they like, know, and trust, right? And so right, you're, yep. you're you're building those bridges and they're building those bridges with you also and and exactly, seeing what yep. how you can kind of cross promote, cross sell, package, bundle, like different different ways to promote each other, which is really, really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we've got some great partners here in Wisconsin. Um, you know, Wisconsin is not yet known for its barbecue, but we're getting there. And, uh, you know, we like to partner with other Wisconsin nonprofit organizations so um, that, that cater to military veteran and first responders. So we've, we've done a good job and we want to continue to build on that. Well, I got a bunch of people I need to connect you with, maybe maybe, maybe more appropriate off camera, but several yeah. several people that I think would uh, benefit from knowing you and you from knowing them. And I'll uh, we'll... I'll make sure I get you linked up. There's some people in the barbecue place. There's some people that uh, in, maybe some veterans nonprofits that uh, I, I'm, there is no shortage of veterans nonprofits though. <laughs> Let, let's just, yeah. let's just be clear about that. Right. There's yeah. a billion of those and I'm, I am exaggerating obviously, but uh, so what's been the, like the, the biggest lesson learned? Like if you were to give advice to yourself two years ago, just getting started in business. Cause I think other people again, love to understand like, man, like, you know, I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive about getting this going. Like, what do I need to watch out for? Like what, yeah. what, what did you not see coming? Like those, yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if I had to go back to myself when I first started, like the biggest thing, you know, everybody says it, but you don't know until you go through it is like, it's okay to say no to people. Um, cause automatically when, when people see that you have a business, they think you have a bunch of money and that you can, you know, either do business with them or provide products or donations to whatever cause that, you know, they're closest to. So the biggest thing I go back and tell myself is, Hey man, you know, a lot of people are going to come at you with a lot of different requests. It's okay to say no. Um, or right, you know, right now is not the the, the, the best time. Um, so, I mean, that's the biggest piece of advice is, you know, have a, a big vision goal and then make sure that you're aligning with people that are, um, aligning with that goal and that vision. And it's okay to say no to people that, that might not fit into that category just yet. Um, doesn't mean that they're not going to fall in there eventually, but just right now where you're at, it's okay to say no to people and, um, and not get too bogged down with some of those other requests. That's really wise because I think one of the Achilles heels of a lot of entrepreneurs, and I'm speaking from personal experience on this one, mm-hmm. is in the early days, especially when you are in a pre pre revenue or a very <laughs> early revenue stage, right? Yeah. You, if if everybody's money is green, right? right. And so you, if you're not careful, you can find yourself in a in a position where you're chasing every single possibility, and you're going to end up burning yourself out because you just you can't be everywhere at once. You can't do everything at the same time. And so, I guess I'm like. I'm like, hats off to you, man, because what you're doing is you're, you're being a lot more focused, a lot more deliberate. You're stewarding your time and your resources very effectively because you're like, okay, 
this doesn't fit for me today, maybe not even tomorrow, but maybe a little bit down the line. So it's, it's not like a hard no, it's just a not right now and yeah. being selective and like how you do that. And then being even more selective of who you permission into your inner circle and people that you actually yeah. listen to, you know? So, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have ideas you know, I get ideas and thoughts every day thrown my way about what kind of new spice or blend or rub or what, you know, what we should be doing, you know, barbecue, competitions and all that kind of stuff and that's all great we take that and um but at the same time there's only so much bandwidth that we have and we have to be selective in what we um what we go forward with so um yeah i mean it's 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 definitely a challenge when you're first starting out kind of deciphering all that stuff and and getting down to like who's really here for me and to help me with this business yeah absolutely right so i've got to ask you a question because i've gotten this question from people that live uh you know in in the midwest like wisconsin minnesota that that area of the world midwest nice greg is that a is that a myth is that factual give me the inside Uh, scoop on that no i'd say it's factual um you know if you've ever been to a green bay packer game um and you're from out of state there's probably some of the nicest fans you'll ever meet uh you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, we obviously have uh, some of those bad apples as well. But I'd say for the most part, it's factual. That's that's pretty cool. So for those that are not tracking, there's there's been a longstanding reputation that I think has gotten a lot more publicity just because of social media of the, the stereotypical like cross section of of America, specifically like Wisconsin, Minnesota area, it being just exceptionally nice neighbors, like almost to the point where you're just like. Like, I'm not used to that, right? Especially if you come from like the Northeast, right? It's like the opposite. Yeah. Like if I'm yelling yeah. at you, it's because I love you type of type yeah. of situation. And it's like yeah. the total opposite here. And so uh, I, that's just, that's always a perpetual curiosity there. So which I think is, which I think is funny. But um, yeah. so what's been like for you, what's been one of the, one of the highlights, right? Like you've been in business now uh, for almost, you know, you're coming up on two years, right? So you've yeah. got your products on Amazon, Tell me about like how that experience has been for you in terms of like how you've handled distribution of your product. Are you handling, are you feeling most of the orders yourself? Is most of this going through, you know, through another third party or like, what's that look like for you? Yeah. So we knew when we first started that we want to keep as much in-house right away to start as possible. um, Knowing that as we continue to grow and build, like some of those things we'll have to invite other partners in to help us with. Um, But individual orders through our website come through us and, and are directly shipped from our, you know, headquarters here in Wisconsin. Um, but then when we look at our retail partnerships, uh, we've started to expand within the state of Wisconsin because that's one of our main goals is we want to dominate the state is that we're working with local, you know, small retailers and butchers throughout the state to get our products in front of the right people. Um, and we do a lot of that as well um, in-house here. Um, but then when we, when we look at a platform like Amazon, uh, we knew we wanted to bring in a strategic partner to help us with that. So we hired somebody to help us build that store on Amazon, as well as help us with um, inventory management and fulfillment. So, you know, we send our products to Amazon. Amazon fulfills those for us. Um, so that's just one of the you know ways that we continue to grow and scale and try new things and get in front of new people um, across, the, across the country. Um, but we knew we needed to bring somebody in with that expertise because we didn't have that. And honestly, nice. it, we didn't have the time to be able to educate ourselves to do that. So it just made sense from a business standpoint to bring somebody else in. Sure. And that's part of that cost benefit analysis of like 
this is the skill set we need. Do I yeah. do I have the money to pay for this? Do I want to outsource this? Or B, do I want to do I just want to learn this on my own? And so like yeah. going through that, going through that calculation, which I think is really neat. So for you, seeing like seeing the business grow, like again, you don't have to go into any more detail than you feel comfortable sharing. But yeah. like how how has the business done in terms of your own just general expectations of growth and development? Do you feel like you're do you feel like you're where you want to be? Do you feel like you're on pace? Like what do you what's the general feel? Yeah, we we have some pretty aggressive goals, so I'll never say I think we are where we want to be. Um, sure. But it continues to grow month over month, so we are very grateful for that. We do have some really great uh, supporters and people who love our products that continue to advocate for us. Um, this year alone, um, through you know the end of February, we've already increased our retail partnerships by 100%. Um, so we, we continue to focus on that avenue as well, getting into small retail shops here in, this, in Wisconsin, um, and eventually throughout the country, but um, you know, overall, I'd say it's been it's been a success. But again, like I'm never going to be satisfied, and we're always going to continue to push ourselves and and get uh, you know to this long term vision that we have in our minds, me and my sure. business partner, of sure. where we want this business to be. Yeah, well, and you know, and that's that's always good too, right? Is like having a healthy appreciation for where you are, but also wanting to push the envelope and never really be completely satisfied with where you are and trying to, trying to keep, continue to grow, continue to push it, continue to expand, like just trying to just, just continue to push yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, something that's ingrained in our blood, especially being in the military um, that uh, we will always continue on with the mission and, and try to improve our position. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, you know, you're doing a lot of great things too. And I'm just, I'm, I'm going to make some general comments here because yeah. one of the things that I've done a lot of in the last several years has been, you know, consulting and helping folks with either their public relations or their marketing stuff. And you have done a really good job. And just, if I just go back and just look at what you've done over the last month, your engagement on social media, at least on LinkedIn has been like really, really solid. And I think it's gotten a lot of, a lot of attention and mm -hmm. I think one of the things that is really cool about what you're doing that I think is, I think other people should take note of is what I'm trying to say is yeah. you're not, you are not always like in this overt sell, sell, sell mode, right? It's right. like, I want more people to get to know who I am. I want to add value. I want to be in the conversation, even if it's a controversial conversation sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes those are great too. It's, yeah. and, and so like, getting into the into the thick of that like you've done a lot of really great things you've you have a really good um like vibe for lack of better words on right. social media which i think is 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 really awesome well, i appreciate that yeah i i, tr I try um you know we don't want to be out there i don't want to be out there just selling um you know i yep. do have a lot more to offer than just barbecue so um yep. being a, a new entrepreneur as well i'm sharing my journey as i go along so if there's things that i'm doing that are working you know, I'll be sure to share those. So, so maybe somebody else can take those. But then also if I'm doing something that's not working, I'm going to share that too. But like, sure. hey, I did this. It didn't work. You know, maybe you want to try it differently from how I did it. But yeah, I, I want to make sure that we're providing value in a lot of different areas than just uh, good tasting meat and food. Yeah. Well, that's that's freaking outstanding. It's and it's it's great when it's not, uh, you know, you're trying to connect on. I don't, I don't remember when you and I connect on LinkedIn, but I I'm sure you get a lot of these messages too. It's like somebody wants to connect with you and then 25 seconds later, you're getting pitched for, for sale, at least the yeah. next week. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. dude, I thought we were like, I thought we were friends. You know? Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. So what advice would you have for others that are in the product space? So like, I mean, you're, you're selling a very defined product right. and 
it's it's primarily e-commerce, right? So it's there's a lot there's a lot of lessons and learn things learned that apply to not just you but to other products. Like it doesn't matter what the product may be. So for you, right. <laughs> excuse me, what what do you feel like you've learned the most in this last year that maybe somebody else who's considering starting an e-commerce product like business that they really need to take mm-hmm. note of or they really should like write this down. Yeah. I, I mean, for us, like we had to be really authentic to who we are. Um, now I'm not saying that you can't build a business and a brand uh, of something that really doesn't speak to you as a person. But, but to us, it was very important that we knew who our end customer and users were going to be. And we specifically tailor our content and our you know, products to that person. So, um, you know, and then also when you're thinking about, okay, who buys for that person, you know, also understanding like there's other layers and levels to, you know, who you might be marketing to and who might you might be speaking to. So those are some things we learned along the way. But ultimately, when we first started, you know, we, we want to be our voice being really authentic and who we are. And uh, and we think we carried that through. And that's I think that's what's helped attract people to us and build that trust. Uh, along the way into our brand uh, as we continue to grow here. But that that's one thing that I think has helped us uh, since we started. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, there's just something about the way people talk that you can really sense whether it's authentic, whether it's genuine, whether it's truly from the heart or whether it's contrived, you know? And so, mm-hmm. and when people can really feel that and they can feel like it's authentic, then it it becomes very attractive, right? Like they want they want to engage with that. They want to get to know you. Like they want to get to know mm. the business and everybody wins, even if you're not selling them a product, right? Like both of yours lives are enriched because you've known each yeah. other. Right. And so it's, it's positive. Yeah. yeah and that goes to where we put our products as well. Like when we look at where we partner with our retail partners and who we you know partner with when we do events and other things is, you know, we have to have a connection and a trust there um, that we're not just going out to the lowest bidders and the people that are going to be, you know, lowballing us. And, you know, we're on a shelf right next to somebody else that has a lot of artificial ingredients in their products and things like that. So, um, you know, it speaks throughout our brand, not just our products. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. So what does the rest of 2022 look like for you? So you guys are, you know, you're, yeah. you're almost to year two. What's the yeah. future look like for you guys? Uh, well, continued growth and scaling. Um, we are in the process of um, kind of continuing to build out our suite of products. We have some ideas and, and thoughts on different types of things we want to bring to market here within the next year. Um, so we're actively researching and doing that, that piece. Uh, but then we're also building out our market and retailing um, arms. So we want to continue to build out our retail partnerships here within the state of Wisconsin and, and then continue throughout the country. Uh, but then Amazon's still a major factor for us, continuing to build out there and and grow. Uh, but those are just some of the things we're working on. You know, we obviously have a continued want to give back to the military and veteran community in our home state. So we're looking at other partners and ways to give back. That's yeah, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I mean, looks like you're heading down exactly the right road for you and like you're being true to who you are true to the business and, and doing a great job representing yourself. And I mean, really just, I mean, I appreciate you taking some time and one, just kind of unpacking a little bit of your, you know, some of the initial challenges I think that are common to a lot of startups. And, but I think if there's one takeaway, like, like if I'm taking notes on this show and I, and I want to know like, what's like, what's in it for me, like what's, what's one of the biggest things that I could take away. And again, feel free to jump in and maybe add anything else to this that you think really speaks to you. But it's, 
being authentic to who you are as a brand, as a person. I know that can sound nebulous and really like um, vague, but I really do think it's just being true and not trying to pretend to be something that you're not. And then two, I think also being very selective of who you bring into your circle, what opportunities you're saying yes to and what opportunities you're saying no to. And because by saying no to something, you're giving yourself margin to say yes to something later. And so just being having some wisdom in how you might handle that. What am I, am, am I categorizing that fine? Yeah. Those are like probably one of the, the two biggest things that if I could go back and start over again, like those would be the things that would be top of my mind um, going forward. So yeah, I think you captured that pretty good. Cool. Cool. Well, Greg, I, I really, I appreciate you taking some time to, uh, to, to be on the show, to share with us a little bit about your company, about the products. Congratulations on, you know, you're, you're here now, almost two years in, you're still growing. I think it's great to hear like you've, you've got positive month over month growth. That's always, that's always encouraging. <laughs> yeah. 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 We we're happy to still be here. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, I flashed the, the, the website at the bottom of the screen, but for those that missed it or can't hear it or can't see it, cause you're listening to this, go to burnpitbarbecue.com to learn more about Greg, about his amazing company, some amazing rubs. Greg, I'm going to have to go buy me some um, so I can maybe try to like burn a rack of ribs or a brisket <laughs> or something. Well, we got but some, ra- some we got some tips out there too. So make sure to look, look at the That's blog. That's what I need. <laughs> yes. I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to read that blog because I will yeah. screw it up. I promise. So, but man, thank you. Thank you so much, Greg. Appreciate you. No, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to America's Entrepreneur. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review or comment on your preferred social media platform. Share it out with friends, family, coworkers, others in your network. And of course, you can write me directly at Aaron at boldmedia.us. That's A-A-Ron at boldmedia.us. Until next time.